It is time for a summer edition of the Scoop Podcast here on the Penguins Radio Network. Hope everyone out there is enjoying their summer, and we thank them for tuning in with us here today. Alongside Michelle Crecciolo of Penn's Inside Scoop, I'm Josh Getzoff, and a special guest joining us from the Penguins Radio Network, which we obviously list first, also does some stuff with AT&T Sportsnet and Sportsnet in Canada, mm-hmm. well-traveled media mogul and former Penguin. Colby Armstrong. Yeah, you forgot something, buddy. You oh, forgot man. something. I knew I was, there's I too much. The resume I was I should have brought in the resume. You know Thanks for say? having me on, though. It's good to be on the Scoop podcast. But one thing I am adding to my resume, <laughs> not media-related at all, uh, is head coach. I'm going to coach my son's hockey team oh. here in Pittsburgh this year, the first time I'll ever coach. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So That's awesome. I piled on top of all that. Now I'm going to be not only a hockey dad but a, a, co- a head coach now, which is really cool. But great seeing you guys. Great awesome to see you. summer. Super long summer. <laughs> Uh, hockey's about to get get going again, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Wait, first I got to ask, what do you think yeah. your coaching style is going to be? Um, pretty limited. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's it's it's. I'm 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 already trying to. You think about being a school teacher. You think about like what it takes to plan even just like an hour long practice for nine year old boys. Right. Is is uh, yeah, you got to keep their attention. Yeah, yeah to right? keep their attention <laughs> and and what skills and where to you know what steps do you take in development throughout the year and what's most important to start with. Like for me, that's all new to me. So I'm I'm finding it challenging. I feel like just like hamsters running on the wheel. Like where do I start? Where do I start? How do we begin a practice? And I'm thinking like what did I do with all my coaches along the way? Like what kind of drills did we do that maybe you could break down a little bit so it can it can relate to nine-year-olds but I, I mean it's basics like skating passing shooting learning how to play a team game this is our first time as well with with like changing on the fly and and playing full ice so there's a lot of things there's a lot there's a lot, yeah. of there's a lot to learn your shoulders. i know well i can't wait until like the 2030 nhl draft where we have a prospect come in <laughs> yeah. and i'm doing an interview with him and i'm like hey tell me who some of your role models were uh, when you were growing up playing hockey and he's like colby armstrong was my coach yeah coach I armstrong you know he was unbelievable <laughs> you know, now he's me. in the hockey hall of fame yeah. after a long coaching career <laughs> yeah. in the nhl <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's looking that way already i've had two practices now so that's two in the Cut bag the rust off. there you go Cut the rust off i'm just working the whistle over hard on these guys and um so far it's been fun so it yeah it'll be a big year for me with all the all the you know the penguins games and covering that and um you know working with you guys a little bit of tv stuff as well plus that on my plate now too so it, it'll be a lot yeah it'll be awesome and it'll be great it's uh, obviously coming quick the new season for the penguins we're here in august now it's flown Crazy. by the four months since the season ended it's been a busy off season for these guys it's just crazy to think that when the Penguins were eliminated in the first round by the Islanders, you look ahead and you're like, man, we have, you know, four, five, six months of the offseason. How are we going to get through it? And now it's like, where did it go? Right. <laughs> you know, we have so much to look forward to here in, in training camp, you know, with all the changes that Jim Rutherford has made. It's, it's a real new look team. So um, it's coming, you know, sooner than you think that we're going to see this new look team at training camp. And uh, I'm really excited. I know you guys are too. Yeah, well, we well, we knew changes were going to come, and that was kind of the main message, right? Yeah, at the Jim's end of the held year. up his word. Yeah, totally. <laughs> year to year, he yeah. he'll tweak whatever he needs to tweak, right? So, like, at the end of the season, you know, first round of the playoff, uh, Islander run over of the Penguins, which was I, I think people thought it was going to be you know a close series, but not it wasn't going to be like that. Either way, I don't think, right? Yeah, no either thought it would be a sweep. Uh, right? No, I yeah. thought it would, a lot of people thought you know six or seven games, yeah, right? And, right. And so that was a shock, and I think, you know, Jim said there's going to be changes. Something needs to change here, and, and he, he, he's not afraid. He's never been afraid, whether it's a trade deadline or earlier before the trade deadline, to go and acquire a guy quickly when he sees something that needs to happen. 
Uh, and this summer, once again, he knew he needed to shake some things up. He needed to move some things around um, and, uh, you know, put some new bodies or new personalities or new roles into this team and this lineup. And he went and got it done. I mean, he was moving and shaking this summer. Uh, I thought it would start at the draft, but then at the draft, nothing. Yeah, right. Nothing. There was like the big Across Kessel. The kind of too. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Everyone was expecting like this is the this is the new trade deadline, yeah, the, the NHL RFAs draft, and everything. So this yeah. summer, you know, we're sitting here. I'm waiting for this draft to go down, and all of a sudden, like literally nothing. I was like, whoa, this is this is weird. So uh, yeah, you know, it took some time to to find some of the right pieces and 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 trades to possibly work out. Uh, and obviously the, the the Kessel going to Minnesota thing that that I guess fell through or got nixed by Phil. Um, so there was a lot of moving parts and making things work this summer. And um, you know I think uh, I think Jim did a good job of, of acquiring guys to fit in in certain roles. Uh, obviously got younger, which is really exciting I think for the future of this team. Uh, and got some really good role guys. You look at a guy like Tanov as well, a guy that they went and acquired. Uh, you know big contract, six year deal. Uh, good money, but a guy that that provides you know a one of a kind type of attitude and presence to the to the lineup that uh, they felt they had to go and get, and 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 they got him. So um, yeah, four months of summer, uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be great, but it seems to be ticking flying by you know you could kind of slow the clock down right guys and feel like you're just gonna ah, okay okay finally you know the back-to-back stanley cups and playoffs there's always been a ton of excitement around the penguins at least since i've been here sure uh and now this summer just seems extra long but it seems now to just be flying yeah flying until camp starts here in the next little while so um yeah it's, it's been it's it's been good it's been interesting uh and there's been a lot of movement yeah, and I think, um, you know, the team said they had three main objectives for their offseason plans, which was, like you said, Army, get younger, uh, get faster, and to become a team that's more difficult to play, play against. against yeah. I mean, I think for a lot of our fans, they might hear that phrase and not necessarily know quite what, you know, we mean by that. But, you know, in your opinion, Josh, like, what do you think when you think harder to play against when you hear Mike Sullivan talk about it? Well, I agree. I think when people hear that, and it almost becomes a little bit of an eye-roller thing because you're, yeah. you're kind of not really – what does that mean? But I feel like a team that's hard to play against is what the Penguins were when they were winning, which is easy to say because yeah. mm-hmm. that's why they won the Stanley Cup. But right. you're fast, you're tenacious on the forecheck, you move the puck quickly, you have guys on the back end that can get the puck up to the forwards quickly, and obviously you have depth and yeah. you can score. And that was a problem for the Penguins last yeah. year. Let's just be honest about that. I mean, really past Sidney Crosby's 100-point season, Gensel's 40-goal season, Gino had a bit of a down year. Phil obviously had his moments, but was up and down, especially down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at what they've done this year, I think they've become more balanced. Yeah. And you bring in a guy like Tanev, maybe you're not going to get what he did last year with Winnipeg, 14 goals every year, but you're certainly going to get a guy that's in the bottom of your lineup that's going to make teams you know, look over their shoulder a bit while he's out there. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think so too. I think, I think being hard to play against, I think one thing I think of all the time and thinking that about the Penguins is – I, I use the word frustrating to play against, yeah. probably more so because you know they don't have a team that's going to necessarily hurt you or, or you know physically bang you up, but they have a team that will frustrate you with the way of a style that they want to play, a kind of in your face skating, using their legs to check, and kind of feeling like there's more than five guys on the ice at one time in in a sense to their game. So um, you know you got some guys with speed. Cahoon's a guy that has you know some great speed and offensive instincts. Um, Tanev, a guy that great speed, plays in your face style of hockey, and, and they're both younger guys as well. So I think, you know, when you talk about what Jim looked to address uh, and looked to address with a style of play of being frustrating or tougher to play against, I think um, 
I think they did a good job. It'd be interesting to see it, 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 the way it comes down because Gino, I, if I put my money on him to bounce back, yes, who wouldn't, Absolutely, right? Yeah. He's the kind of guy that, that, that'll come in, come ready to go. Um, and, you know, he had to take some criticism at, at the end of the year and now through the summer. Uh, I, I think he's a guy that, that, you know, that feeds off that to bounce back and, yeah. and, be, and push. And another thing, to a man, I think, with this group, you talk Gensley, you talk Crosby, you know, with the success that they had, 100 points, 40 goals – Consistency, yeah. consistency through this lineup was uh, this year before games. I found myself coming in. Okay, here we go. What's yeah. going to happen tonight, guys? You almost wanted to pick a guy yeah. who was going to turn it on. Yeah, I was like, who's it going to be? Right. Yeah, right. Who's it? Or what Spin are we going to see tonight yeah. out of this group? What are we right. going to see tonight out of the group? Just the group in general. And it was like, uh, like most nights, I sat there before games, going, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I literally don't you know. Like alone. it's yeah. not like they, they, they dis they. The team last year, through you know long spurts of time, just whether it be at the end of the game, left you wanting more, or before games, going, you know, who are we going to see tonight? What are we going to get? Right. What line's going to be good? Is this guy going to you know snap out of it? And that's I think yeah. from goaltending right out too. I think Matt Murray had his moments where he was stellar throughout the season and was like the backbone of this team. Right. And then had his moments where we we're going, okay, like what's going on here? You know, exactly. what's going on with the group? And I think that was kind of the way the team went this past season as well. So I think that's one thing they have to address, but that's that happens in the room. That happens with the weight style of play. That happens with who you have in your lineup and whose roles are, are there. You know, it's crazy. Think back a few years ago, like HBK, everyone's praising this, yeah. you know, this great yes. third line checking line that could score. And those. was... You know, with speed and frustrating to play against, uh, and now that like that does not here at all anymore. <laughs> yeah, like they are all three gone uh, and replaced with a lot of much younger guys now that have to fit into these certain roles uh, and have the pressure to to produce as well and be that kind of you know the, that depth scoring stuff that that you know we're talking about that they had to go and address. So you know, there's lots to see what will transpire throughout the season with some of these new faces. Um, but all the things that, you know, Michelle, you touched on with, with what they wanted to address, I think they have to feel pretty good about the guys that they got in some of those positions. Speaking of age, I mean, it is pretty crazy. I just have the roster loaded up in front of me, especially when you think about what they moved away. I mean, even going back to last year, yeah. you, you trade away Derek Broussard, who was over 30, Riley Shan, who wasn't old, but he was getting up there, and you get McCann and Bukestad in that deal. You get Marcus Pedersen, granted again for Daniel Sprong, who was young, but you stay young. By the way, that's another guy the Penguins still have to sign yes, as yeah. we record this podcast. Yeah. What are they going to do? How are they- that's the, another move has to happen there, obviously. Yeah. You'd think because you have three Cap. goalies right now with yeah. Jari and DeSmith that if they were to go to Wilkes-Barre this season, they'd have to clear waivers. Yeah. So right. I can't believe the Penguins would want to lose those guys for nothing. I think they value both of them. Yeah, it exactly. always poses an issue, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all, like you're keeping all your guys and, and trying to protect guys and, and trying then the to stand goes the down this year, too. That like, was, yeah. Yeah, I think that shocked a lot of teams and right. planning and you know going into the you know talk about the draft again going into the draft teams unknowing the cap number too yeah, which was difficult. crazy yeah. going into the into the draft for teams to make deals and and it's up in the air and unknown so um you know there's a lot of teams have some work to do and the you know the penguins are another one right there with uh Pedersen still unsigned i thought he had a great season though another yes. young guy oh yeah um you know be be around here for a long time and and i thought he impressed through certain parts of the year so um you know the 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 team the team and, and the cap, I think, is in the same boat as, a, as several teams in the league right now. I just think I look at the roster with how young it is, and if you're a Penguins fan right now, this is kind of – they position themselves. Granted, there's a lot of if this guy can do X, but they've kind of positioned themselves in a way that if you're a fan you and you're you know, 14, 15 years old, this is a core that you can kind of grow up with yeah. here. Because you have a guy like Cahoon coming in. You go and get a Galchenyuk. 
Zach Aston Reese just signed for two more years. Obviously, you have Teddy Bluger assigned for two more years. Jake Gensel's here for the longer term. So you have some younger guys. Those are obviously just the guys up front, but that you can look at and say, okay, like these guys could be Penguins for the next handful of years. Like maybe something special happens while they're here. And let's let's face it, a lot of things we talked about last year. Um, you know, Crosby, Latang, Malkin. Yeah. Uh, the, Still how, the faces. how long do they how, have? How also, long? how crazy that that Gino is the oldest player on the roster now. Yeah. Just yeah. turned thirty three on July thirty first. Crazy to think about. Yeah. Especially because like, you yeah. remember Army, right? When oh Army, yeah. <laughs> Army was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you his? Um, you sat next to him in the locker room yeah, the night of his year. first game, right? Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. At, at the old Mellon Arena. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. He didn't speak much English there, and to see like his consistent, well, yeah. for the most part, his consistency of of the player that he's turned into, uh, and here in Pittsburgh of what he's what he's been to this team, and just kind of the yeah. the credit that he doesn't get for actually how oh. awesome of a player he truly is, and how yeah. he can take over a game. Right. Um, yeah, to see where he is right now. That's wild, these all those guys. But, like, you look at those guys, too, and you have to start thinking, and I think that's why a lot of adjustments have been made to get some of these, you know, good younger guys with the ceiling of where it could be and where they could fit in here because, you know, you look at contract length of, of some of your core guys that are, you know, coming up in age and coming up to the, you know, 35-year mark soon, and you got a lot of these 23-year-old kids now that are coming in here and bound to be, you know, guys inside of this core um you have to start planning and thinking about that and and thinking where pieces will fit in and 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 plan accordingly uh to the way your roster is moving along so i think they i think that was why you know you got to look at at possibly getting some young guys that a team can kind of grow with as those guys kind of age (laughs) is a good way to say it right speaking of age i mean you lose matt cullen too he retires obviously Mm -hmm. he's going to stay with the organization but you lose him so there's another jolt I guess to the leadership angle within the locker room and you could speak to this army better than Misha and I can but I mean he didn't wear a letter all the time obviously that if guys were out but now you look at some of these younger guys to not just you know elevate their game from a production standpoint but also become a little bit larger voices behind closed doors yeah how do you go about doing that army yeah well I think you you just get more comfortable within your your role in the room as a player and I think you know you look at a guy like Jake Gensel I don't don't think he's like the most vocal guy he seems like a pretty easy fun loving guy um, and I th- probably a lot of guys really like him. He's, but, but, you know, he's not Jake Gensel coming out of the minors. You know, he's he's NHL Pittsburgh Penguin major core piece Jake Gensel. Right. That you know, yeah, okay, Cullen's gone, but you got these guys rust. You got these guys that slide into these roles and mature into their roles, although being young and fairly new to the league still. Uh, when you look at the, you know, say their hockey DB or whatever, uh, you got to think that these guys are core pieces of this team. Um, that hold a, ma- a massive presence uh, in leadership with this team and in that dressing room. So, um, you know, you can look at Sid too. Not a, not a very vocal guy, I think, with with the group. But uh, I think consistency in the way he plays and everyone kind of finds their footing and finds where you know they fit in with certain groups. And sometimes it takes guys a little while to realize that they're that guy. And sometimes it takes guys a little while to realize where they fit as well. Because uh, it's always touchy, man. It's hey, it's the it's the show. <laughs> exactly, it's the show, I mean, and you're in the room, in, yeah. and you step in there, and you know there's Krabi and Malkin there, and, and you know it takes it takes a little while before you find out kind of how you feel as as an individual, yes, around the guys, and also where you fit in, and 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 how impactful whether it's your play or your voice is around that group. And uh, I think a lot of guys have a lot of big upside and a lot of uh, room to grow into some of these roles of of 
you know, major leadership, whether it be with their play or, or just how they fit on a day-to-day basis. Because, I mean, you're around, they're around each other all day, all the time, <laughs> not necessarily playing a game. So it goes a long way. Because, yeah, I mean, I think just in life in general, as you get older, you get more, you know, confident in yourself and, and confident mm-hmm. in um, just what you bring. And I think that maybe for a lot of these young guys that won a cup or two, they maybe even though they had accomplished that, they still didn't maybe feel like yeah. they had that authoritativeness, um, so to speak. And so hopefully maybe this is when they can take the next step is that yeah. they've been around for a while. They've established themselves in the league because I feel like if you talk to Jake, you talk to Brian Ross, you talk to anyone, they still feel, you know, every day I have to come in and earn my spot, mm-hmm. which is a good mindset to have. But then at a certain point, it's like, you know, you're, you have established yourself. You can yeah. take that next step in terms of now you can be a leader in the locker room in whatever style that is. And they're set up to go in that direction, right? You see the guys that they've gone and and brought in. And even like a McCann and a Bukestad who were new guys here last year uh, and came in and joined the team like right when the puck was dropped off the plane. (laughs) I mean, it was quite a wild scene, but it was was quite a wild (laughs) scene, right? But like, you know, these guys are NHL players. These guys have, you know, been around for a few years. And yes, coming into a room and, you know, getting your feet wet, the whole thing we talked about, I talked about and we t- we've been touching on. But now they're they're here. Like, you guys are you guys are real key guys on this team. And I think they know that and they've been around long enough. So, um, you know, heading into this year, I think, I think I, I, you know, I think there's like a positive vibe around, you know, what this team's mentality, what the team feeling is going to be. Uh, and then obviously they have to, like every other team every year, find their identity as a group uh, and where guys shake out on lines. But um, definitely a, a younger vibe in Penguinville uh, coming up this the start of this season. And so what do you guys, you know, Jim Rutherford, we've been to a lot of his media availabilities this summer where he's, you know, talked about the state of the team. And so many times he's brought up, you know, bringing in new energy and new excitement. I mean, you know, with all these, you know, signings that we've talked about and the trades, I mean, just what kind of impact can that have, do you think, on a team yeah. that did win two years in a row, which, you know, as for all of us that were along for the ride during that whole time, it's, you know, you win the first year and it's incredible and exciting and amazing. And then the second year, it's like, all right, well, did it again. And it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's one of those things that like at a certain point, it's like, what more do I do with the Stanley Cup? Like, I oh, took I it, you know, it's it's an interesting right. dynamic. And so... You know, I feel like, you know, Jim Rutherford even said, like, I wonder if there's too many guys content with where they're at in their careers after winning a couple cups. Like, you know, we need to get that eagerness back. Is that a signal for that? And so hopefully, I mean, it seems like he's accomplished that with some of the signings. I think that's real, too. I think that's a real thing, you know, the complacency. Yeah, totally, right? (laughs) Uh, And as as a manager, team manager or coaching staff, to feel the vibe in your room and to feel, you know, you know, that certain spark and I think what Jim always talked about when he acquired new guys is the excitement that these guys are going to bring to be penguins you know you yeah. you got some guys from you know South Florida for the Panthers that came in and you know you see the attendance down there not to bash them but it's yeah. it's different than here well, and even, it's different when you yeah. walk into a room here with Malkin and Crosby and Latangs uh, even that know. trade like um, I mentioned getting yeah. them here that day and on the ice like most teams don't do that no they Riley Shane and yeah. Derek Broussard I would bet were probably in Pittsburgh yeah. that night when that game was played you got a guy like Galchenyuk <laughs> exactly. as well yeah right a guy that's you know played in Montreal yes uh, but it was has been in Arizona and and now coming coming here to Pittsburgh uh, on a on a, <laughs> a fairly big trade right. with a with a key player in the NHL and on this team um, but a prove-it contract, I mean, he's a UFA next year, so yeah, he has a lot to prove Exactly, still. totally, which is yeah. a good spot for him. But to come in and play under, you know, like I said, those leadership guys, those guys that he grew up watching right. when they were breaking in the league, um, you know, has guys excited to come to Pittsburgh and has guys excited 
you know, to play here and has guys excited to try to fit in and do whatever it takes to fit in and, and play well here. So you're getting some guys, as you said, not only guys that are in this room right now that are, are yes, show me, prove it from last year that right. want to, that, you know, got their butts whacked uh, at the end of the season <laughs> meetings. Um, right. You know, and that, that stings. It's something that brings you in a little more dialed in, a little more focus, a little wanting a little more redemption and consistency to a man. Uh, and then you get guys that are coming in here with, with things to prove, whether they signed a big contract in a free agency or they got traded here with a with a huge opportunity to, you know, really be a contender, as Pittsburgh always is every year. Uh, and, you know, how do, how do you not love that as a player? How do you not want to do that as a player? And I think that's, I think, um, you know, what Jim and, and staff was looking to do and, and kind of shaking some things up around here as well. Well, we got less than two months till the season opener at PPG Paints Arena. Penguins are going to play the Buffalo Sabres. And they will also play the Buffalo Sabres in the preseason opener, which is September 16th at Penn State. So uh, did that a couple years ago. That yeah. was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, I believe Jack Eichel won that game in overtime for the Sabres, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the preseason. It doesn't count. I wanted to go. I didn't go to that game, but it's I remember. It's a cool arena. Yeah, but I wanted, to see the, I wanted to see the arena. I wanted to see the setup there because I've heard nothing but great things about, about the setup and the arena and you really know nice. with the way it looks and, and how, how, how nice of a facility it is. So. Um, that'll be some great exhibition, man. Preseason's always like, it's always like I get like a pit in my, like a weird feeling in my stomach. Like, oh my, oh, uh, I look at the schedule, I'm like, oh, do I have to play that one or do I have to play that one? Yeah. Like, and, then I, and then I see like I have to play all of them. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting cut. They're cutting me. Why do they need to look at me so much? Don't they know me? But that, uh, I feel yeah, like Mike is, Sullivan's going to have some decisions yeah. to make with his yeah. lineups because for you, sure. you have some guys on Wilkes that probably feel like they can try to make a name for themselves this year. I think I think that's fair for a handful of guys. But then, I mean, you obviously want to see Cahoon. Yeah. I mean, you want to see Bluger probably still a little bit more, even though you signed him. Galchenyuk, I imagine, will play a couple games. I wonder how yeah. it goes, too, like – when you come into the, like, do you talk to Sid or Gino? Like, who do you want to play with? Or, you know, how are these things situated where as a coach now, <laughs> let me put on my coaching hat. <laughs> Listen, when yeah, you take us into the break. Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you, like, I'm wondering, though, if you come in with your mind made up, these are my lines, you know, and we'll see how it goes through camp and through the first couple games. We'll yeah. use them. And how long does it take before you – uh, can tell yourself or look in the mirror and say, okay, these aren't working. Right. You know, what do we have to try? It's different because you've got a lot of guys like Ochenia can play both wings and center. You got and that's one thing I think Jim's done a good job of too is bringing a lot of versatility with with his players. Cahoon they can as play, well, right? Did yeah, they can play, play wing, center, center. Yeah. they can play all over a lot of their yeah. guys up and down a lineup as well. You can flip flop them everywhere, and that's yeah. kind of been the strength of a lot of the depth guys or you know certain players that they've acquired on this team. And um, you know, I have a lot of options with that. And and how long does it take before you look at things and and <laughs> and think that, you know, whether it be through camp, I think it'll be interesting to see yeah. kind of what's the mindset of, you know, here's our lines, let's stick with it. This is what I envision as a coach or, you know, coaching staff brain trust to, to put this stuff together and, yeah. you know, what's going to work best. And, um, you know, another guy, uh, Ricola is a guy that I'm excited about. I thought mm -hmm. last year through training camp, I loved him. Like, I was like, oh, my God, where, yeah. where did this guy yeah, come right? from? Who I is this guy? I think we all felt that way about him. Like, he came out of like I was talking to Borky, and me and Borky were like, oh, my yeah. God, look. <laughs> we're watching him at camp, and then the preseason games, he looked He was great. He yeah. looked he great as well. Backhand goal the preseason. Oh and then he just kind goodness, of, like, yes. he kind of was just, like, seen spot duty this year a little yeah. bit. Not not a ton of ice time. And right. um, I think I think for him this year, too, talk about a prove it. He's got this last year yeah, sure. of his deal as well, and, and a guy that's going to – I think 
see a lot more opportunity with where he fits in on that decor and, and situational play and where he plays. Great skater. He's got a little snarl to his game, which I love. He does. He can uh, throw he those can, hip checks. He's, huh? Oh, yeah. He's nasty. Like, he'll <laughs> those surprise are you. unbelievable. He'll surprise you. Like, that is you. so old school. It is old school. He's checks. a great kid. That was my move when I played. <laughs> that was your hip check move? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just blowing people's oh, yeah. knees out? Because <laughs> 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 well, yeah, in girls hockey, you can't hit. Yeah. But you can, like, play the body. So if you angle them right into the boards, you can just like finish them off with. Oh, the, there's a little like just a little, bam. Yeah, exactly. There and then they, how do they, you do? Yeah, exactly. And then you know, I just take that puck and I go right back up the ice. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah. No one, no one's seen all the wiser as they're putting <laughs> pulling the old World War II gurney onto the ice. Like, let's get her off. Yeah, that was a Michelle hit again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I appreciate those hip checks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he he can yeah, throw them like. Yuso can throw those hip checks. He can skate well with the puck. He can jump up in the play. He's got great confidence uh, either running a power play uh, from the top to shoot or make plays. Yes. Uh, and He's I think a, a guy I'm really excited to see the opportunity that he gets this year and what he does if he does get the opportunity to go with it and, you know, be one of those, you know, maybe possibly top four guy maybe. I mean, who knows with the way yeah. he can play. So. Um, you know, I think, you know, we talk about a lot of guys, but it's not just, you know, Gino bouncing back or Murray's more consistent play. Um, it's, it's the lineup and the depth and the opportunity that we're going to see through a lot of these guys to, to make things happen. Well, the Penguins released this week the, the promotional schedule for their home games uh, this year. So I think it's uh, 23 different promotions, if I read the number correctly, across 41 home games, which is obviously a ton of opportunities to get some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think the first thing that jumped out to me, I don't know what you guys saw, but Mike Lang bobblehead night right yeah. out of the gate. It's also the <laughs> night Brandon Tanev plays his former team with the Jets Ooh. in town. Oh, big night. And most big importantly, night. it's my birthday. Um, <laughs> wow, what a night. Seriously, uh, I can't um, believe Mike stole my thunder with a bobblehead that yeah. night. I expect, <laughs> it, I, I expect at least to be autographed. Maybe we can get him. So you turned 30 last year, and uh, your wife, Maddie, had some awesome shirts made. She did, yeah. Uh, that Colby actually Was I wore. the only one that wore it? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Borky showed up to the post game that night, which was a little uh, yeah. Did he? A little awkward because we we didn't win that game and we lost it pretty badly actually against Montreal. Uh, but he well, showed up to with change the jersey. It. Yeah, 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 you change yeah, it with yeah. the shirt on. Yeah. Gets so maybe, off head t-shirt. I never saw it so many times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe under his suit he can uh, wear a, a Josh Gets Off there uh, shirt in your in your honor That's of, true. of it being your birthday. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of promotional nights, though. So I think a lot to look forward to if you're a fan and you're, <clears throat> you're looking to come to games. Other, you know, I think you know with your kids yeah, or your absolutely. family, and you get a Mike Lang, the Hall of Famer bobblehead. That's that's pretty uh, amazing. And you saw the picture. I mean, it looks yeah. realistic. Yeah, it's totally. Perfect. What are some 8? other ones that they have? Uh, what do so we got? So there's also going to be a Jim Rutherford bobblehead night. Whoa. Yeah, I've seen the mock-up of the bobblehead. Is he it in is... a suit or is he uh, like in his old goalie gear? Like what no, are they? No, he's just in like. Uh, his normal, like a polo shirt and yeah, okay, and khakis okay, or whatever. So yeah, management just, uh, position, exactly, bobblehead, exactly. I like that. Hall of Famer cool. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just recently inducted. That's pretty cool. Yeah, to talk about that, Josh. But that's, yeah, I mean, it's incredible, and it's just it's huge. It's amazing. You know, the people that we have in this organization. You know, yeah. like Hall of Famers, Mike Lang, Jim Rutherford. Um, you Mark know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mark it's Berkey. just cool to know that they're going to be honored with you know these these theme nights you know i, I knew nights. jim would get in i think you know looking at his career um yeah he's, and what he's done here even you know post-career gm work the cups that he's won the teams he's put together um how influential he's been in in the game um you always think like, okay yeah like this is this is a you know hall of fame you know yeah work he's doing here right. 
but I was like, I, I expected like, you know, when he retired or something. Exactly. And like, I was just sit, sitting there listening to the radio. I was driving. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, uh, Jim Rutherford inducted into the Hall of Fame will be inducted. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Another yeah. guy. Wow. I just yeah. was like, so I was actually like just really happy for him. It's. Uh, I couldn't imagine the feeling and the honor to get that title to, to get that title tacked in yeah. front of your name. Yeah, like it's just it's just amazing. It's got a um, that would bring me to tears for sure to get that call and um, you know have that feeling of you know what you've done in the sport and kind of be up there with the great ones of 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 the game. So yeah, what a, what a summer, hey? What right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what no a summer. shortage of news. So just for our listeners, that and this is all available on the Penguins website, obviously, but. Uh, October 8th, 10-8 against Winnipeg is the Mike Lang bobblehead. November 19th against the New York Islanders is the Jim Rutherford bobblehead. One other one, I, I know there are a few other ones, but one of them jumped out to me. Uh, December 10th, I don't know if Army's going to remember this, against Montreal is the Star Wars night. <laughs> and I remember, I think it was either this year or last year. You po- Potash? <laughs> well, yeah, he did oh, his own Oh, that's another reason Potash to look forward one. to these that's, theme yes. nights. What did he have? He had like a red. He was Darth, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. With full, the contacts. Full Darth Maul doing like Mike yeah. Sullivan pregame interview. I don't <laughs> know guys. how Sullivan keeps his mind. <laughs> you guys, either. And then he was like wearing that costume to do like the postgame scrums. Yeah. And I like couldn't keep it together. Uh, yeah, how was like, that in there oh with that? My, he was just, but he, he was just like holding his mic, you know, total Darth like. Maul cameo. Yeah, <laughs> Darth oh, Maul cameo. One of the great guys of NHL. Like just total like game face on. Like, and I, like everyone was just giggling because it was like I mean he was all business yeah. but like wearing this like crazy costume <laughs> real quick about Star Wars though I very clearly remember yeah. I think it was two years ago I don't know when we did the first Star Wars night maybe last year but I think it was two years ago you and I were doing pregame army and oh. I was reading something and two stormtroopers just like walked by us and we both started laughing and by the time we pulled it back together, a Chewbacca came around. <laughs> yeah. No, what were they Wookies? Oh, Wookies. Those yeah. little hairy ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little hairy ones. Yeah. Not the big hairy guys. The little guys. <laughs> There's a lot I of Wookies that walking just, around. That like you know the terminology enough to like. Correct he's yelling Josh. him out <laughs> and, and while he's happening. He's like, "Couple stormtroopers." Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable doing the pregame Wait, were you radio a Star show. Star Wars fan? No, I don't know anything about Star Wars. Literally, but I he just knew know the terminology. I knew the yeah. character. I know the characters That's though. But awesome. like, I will say this: uh, uh, doing the pregame show. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, you and Sam will pop up there uh, every once in a while, and then yeah. just kind of and get back to doing what you were doing before <laughs> for the inside scoop. But like. Right. We see some awesome stuff, especially on those theme nights, just the, oh, the, yeah. the fans and the crowd, how much they enjoy those nights. So you've got you know, 50% of your home games are, are nights similar to that where you can come and, and have a lot of fun, whether with friends or family. So yeah. uh, I look forward to those big time. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, are you gonna, I don't, I'm not a dress-up guy, I guess. I don't think. Are My, we allowed to do that? Is yeah. That professional? I mean, I, don't I think know. so. I mean, My, I can I can uh, hold a lightsaber while we do this. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, swing it around. You know what we should do? This is what I've always wanted to do with Sam: is for him to be Ron Burgundy and me to be Veronica Corningstone from totally. Anchorman. Yeah. But then, like, I feel like we could fill out the whole like news crew or like news team. You know, you could like, be brick. brick. Yeah. 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 I like how we both said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just threw a trident at a guy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Just killed a guy. There's Rick, some great. Rick, you uh, for a while. <laughs> There's uh, some great movie. theme nights though, and yeah, that's you know when yeah. we when we are out there, though Josh doing that and in and amongst the fans and yeah. and you know the people getting their pregame cocktails mm-hmm. or food and and they're coming by, it's, it's something else to behold to be sitting there. Like I'm just blown away at some of it. So <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah, some great some great nights of uh, you know to look forward to, and you can collect those bobbleheads too. I'm loving it. Yeah, and there's a couple new ones this year that I'm really looking forward to because I've been in on some of the planning meetings and they sound awesome. Um, 
on February 14th versus Montreal, there's a French language night. So oh. that's um, Duolingo is the presenting sponsor. So that'll be pretty cool. We're playing, um, yeah, the Canadians. So that obviously ties in nicely. Then there's also going to be on uh, January 14th versus Minnesota, a Pittsburgh theme night. Cool. So, yeah, there's apparently talk of like a Pittsburgh sports, Mount Rushmore, um, oh. Mr. Rogers, obviously, Sally Wiggins, you know, anything and everything you can think of that's Pittsburgh related uh, will be part of that night. So that should be pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. That's that's the cool thing. I feel like that there are so many different kind of theme nights like we have the still the 70s night, the 80s night, the 90s night. That's all coming back. We have the bobblehead nights, but all over the place. And to your point about the, the French language night, which is on Valentine's Day, right yes. against Montreal. Oh. Yeah. We had a uh, language of love as well. That's, <laughs> oh, right. That's perfect. Yeah. We had a meeting. I, I'm not going to give anything away. I know yeah. you know some stuff as well. Yeah. We had a meeting about it for uh, radio last chest. week. And uh, there's some there's some interesting <laughs> surprises planned for that and, and potentially a special guest, too. So we'll uh, we'll keep it just at that right now. Yes. But that's uh, that's something you definitely want to be in the building. Just teasing for. the audience. Right. On Valentine's Day. It's easy. There's your date. Yeah, that's, that's super easy right there. Yeah. I only know, like, I, I actually Bonjour. know a little bit of French. I took not it bad. in high school. Yeah. I'm not great at it. Well, yeah, I can I mean, understand it a little bit. in Montreal, but if you t- did you pick it up? And growing up in Canada and going to yeah. school, you learn French. You're like, bonjour, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I love how they greet you that way in yeah. Montreal. But I only know, like, I, I don't know enough to, like, fully speak it. But if you if you guys were speaking French to each other, I could be, okay, they're talking about you know, tires. Yeah, you get the car. general gist. Like, I can I can follow, like, the subject line a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I unfortunately only know, like, the bad words more so than anything. <laughs> That's so. all right. Yeah, yeah. It's like those <laughs> but guys. But I am can... bilingual, yeah. so it's nice. Yeah, exactly. Those guys that uh, play in the KHL in Russia yeah. say that's what they usually pick up, too, <laughs> yeah, the swear yeah, words. Yeah, I imagine they just so, go yeah. From there. Yeah, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury taught me some French swear words. <laughs> yeah, and, really? Yeah, and he said, yeah, I obviously... Uh, well, are they different in Quebec and France, or is I don't it... know. I think so. I think yeah. it's a totally different. So he taught me the obviously Quebec French. French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He taught me those swear words, called. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, he said the same thing. First things he learned here were the were the swear words. Well, I can't wait to see what the big sneak peeks are from your meeting. That'll yeah. be interesting It'll be cool. for everyone. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a long next month or so as we kind of it's like it yeah um, figure out too like you know it's what August. Yeah, we have another month or so until training camp. It's gonna be a Really hard time waiting for it to get going. Yeah, but I know so we're all super what, what are you telling fans? You're telling fans to get their tickets, look at their theme nights, whatever ones they want to hit up with their friends or their family to like, just have a time. Uh, and you can you can find them all right now online already. Yep. Holy smokes. I, I, we're burning summer light, guys. <laughs> burning it. Someone said the other day it. that August is the Sunday of summer. And I was like, that is actually That's a perfect a description, description, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we're... Uh, I'm feeling that. I'm yep. in that zone, too. Exactly. I'm in that zone, too. And I got one big trip before, you know, school starts for my kids around here. Going back to Saskatoon, where I'm from, to visit my family. Bring all the kids. Full day of travel. Four kids. <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> soup. <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> soup. That's another good line. Yeah. <laughs> Get there, spend like a week to ten days in in Saskatoon, and then right back here. School starts the next day when we arrive. Wow! Then it's like pretty much yeah. boom into training camp. Then the puck drops, the season's on. So that's awesome. That's uh, busy. that's busy my summer. Up, that's yeah. busy, yeah. and uh, and it's gonna go like a blink of an eye until we have Penguins hockey again in Pittsburgh. Yeah, just over a month away, really, until training camp. Again, you said the single tickets, single game tickets are on sale. So you can get them at pittsburghpenguins.com, and I have the number here. Just oh, giving perfect. you all kind of accessibility. <laughs> yep. uh, 1-800-642-PENS, So there you go. That's how you can get your tickets and check out all those theme nights and this new-look team 
who we uh, we think is going to be pretty exciting to watch and uh, pretty stacked Metro division mm-hmm. this year up it and is. down across the board. And I look forward to seeing everybody at the games, Josh, and we're doing the, yeah. the radio again. It's fun. It'll be awesome and seeing all the fans. And we see a lot of familiar faces, obviously. A lot of people, season ticket holders or renew, or come out and come say hi to us. So I can't, I can't wait for things to, to get going again and that excitement around the city for hockey to get started again. It's a big family. Army, thanks for coming in. Thanks awesome for Awesome seeing you guys. Awesome thanks for having me. In the flesh, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> My pale flesh. <laughs> no, you're summer. That's Am I what summer? I told you yeah, yeah you're, you're definitely you're, uh, you're you bronze. Oh, yeah? This is good for me. This is great because for me. Because as I know from experience, when we uh, laid out at the pool in San Jose. Oh, my when, uh, before Was it before game it six? Was before it was before they won the cup. Yes. They won the cup like at like a 6 o'clock game the next night in San Jose yeah. or something. Wasn't it crazy weird time like yeah, that? Oh, five yeah, it was crazy weird. Time yeah. Time. Yeah. And I have never seen someone get so crispy. And I mean, you were I in the sun for maybe like 15 minutes. I felt like it wasn't that long. Like, you I were ate not, lunch out there. Yes. And then, and then you went back up. It was phenomenal. Like, I was in a full panic. Yeah, I left like, the Stanley Cup celebration. I remember you calling I, me. I got yeah, in an like, Uber. Where's the army? I got in a car, <laughs> taxi, Uber, whatever. We're in San Jose. I don't even know where I am. Go right to the drugstore and get a ball, giant bottle of aloe. And I went right back to the hotel. And my skin was like, I took off my shirt and steam came out of my shirt. I was so lobster red. <laughs> you were so I was red. done. Ruined my I night. Couldn't. Ruined my <laughs> Ruined my night. Like, you were in the sun for 15 minutes, and you got as sunburned as I've ever seen Yeah, anyone. so I avoided that this summer. And you had, like, though. a towel over your face and everything, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like you were trying to be smart about it. I was it, trying but, to. Yeah, so you look pretty tan right now. Uh, so I'm, thank you. You're not red, I've which is good. <laughs> You've Long learned your summer. lesson. Long You've summer. learned your lesson. Paste it. Well, it. thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, awesome to catch up, chat some Penguins hockey. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was great. And, uh, yeah, really can't wait for the season to get started. Yeah, again, so October 3rd. Uh, season opener against the Buffalo Sabres, which, by the way, is also a promotional night. We're giving away a season yeah. calendar uh, that night against the Sabres. Preseason starts uh, September 16th, also against the Buffalo Sabres. So we'll catch you uh, fast and furious right around then when training camp starting about a handful of days before the preseason games will begin. So it's all going to come uh, pretty quickly, and we thank everyone out there for tuning in today. For Colby Armstrong and Michelle Crecchiolo and our producer, Sorry, executive producer. Let's go. Back at our radio <laughs> network studios, Wayne Gretzky Anderson. <laughs> I'm Josh Getzoff. Thanks for tuning into the Scoop Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.